Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 90. I can't believe we're getting so close to episode 100, just a few more weeks to go. Start sending me your ideas for what we should do for episode 100. Let's make it special. So today I want to talk to you about what to do when you're trying your best and things still seem to be going wrong. My husband is a pilot, and he will tell you that when they train, they're not training to take off, put the plane on autopilot, land. Sure, they train on those things, but the main focus of their training is what to do if something goes wrong. And I want to suggest that our mental health, our emotional health training that we do is also not for the good days, but for the days when things seem to be going wrong. It's easy to be happy, or at the very least happier, when things are going your way, when a friend remembers to call you, when your boss notices the hard work you're doing, when your kids are actually behaving. You don't need all these tools on those days. You need these skills during the times things really seem to be going rough. And not even for one bad day. If you're in any kind of decent headspace, you can deal with one bad day. I'm talking about when they start to pile up, when things out of your control start to seem like they're going wrong. That is when all of these things that we practice really start to be incredibly important and helpful. That is when we really need to reach in to the depths of our toolbox and pull out those exercises we forgot and start putting everything into real life practice. It's not a failure on your part to hit moments like this in your life. Sometimes that's just the way life works. Now, it is important to ask yourself, what's the benefit of this happening? Am I doing anything to cause this in my life? What, if anything, do I need to adjust in what I'm thinking or doing or how I'm treating myself or others? Absolutely, it's good to diagnose the situation. And if you get to that moment where you're realizing Life is just throwing me some curveballs right now. This has been my personal experience the past couple of weeks. My dog of 16 and a half years, the absolute best doggie in the whole entire world, been with me through everything. She passed. We just had the two-year mark of my dad dying. I got some unexpected and scary medical news, and I could actually go on. There's been some things the past couple of weeks And I'm sharing this to let you know that none of us are immune to life happening. There's never a point you're going to reach where you don't experience sadness or stress or things that scare you or rock your world. But weeks like this is the moment that you're training for. This is what you're working for so that the good can be great and the bad doesn't have to be that bad. It doesn't have to knock your feet out from underneath you and steal your breath and derail your entire life. It can be some bad weeks that you got through. Probably the most important thing about all of this that I'm going to address today is this right here. This is not about being positive no matter what. It's not about denying what's happening to you or the feelings you're having about it. It's not about 
squishing or ignoring or getting rid of the quote-unquote bad emotions. That is not part of the process. Emotionally and mentally healthy people don't do that to their emotions. And there's this crazy idea out there that if you're healthy, you're just going to push it aside. You're going to be positive anyways. And I'm here to tell you, please don't do that. That is not helpful to you. It's not helpful to your mental state. You're not teaching the people coming after you how to do this well. This just means it's something you're going to have to deal with later. You're pushing it down the road. So if you're having weeks like I'm having, the very important thing that you need to do is acknowledge the emotions that are coming up for you. Give yourself the safe space to experience what is going on, to have the emotions you're having, to let it be okay that you don't feel okay. During this period of your life, you might feel sad, angry, frustrated, dejected, scared. You might feel doubtful. You might feel outraged. It's all okay. For ease of conversation, we tend to label emotions good or bad, positive or negative. But the reality is all of your emotions are there to tell you something. They are there to inform. And if you're having this onslaught of quote unquote negative or bad emotions, it's okay to stop and ask yourself why. And maybe the reason is perfectly acceptable. It's okay to feel loss and anger about losing a loved one. It's okay to feel scared and resentful when you get bad news and you don't know what the outcome's going to be. It's even okay to give yourself some time to be there and hear yourself. If you're in a conversation with somebody and they're expressing to you that they're upset or they're hurt and your immediate reaction is, yeah, don't think like that, just be positive. How dismissed do you think that they feel? How disrespected do you think that they feel? Do you think that they're going to come to you again to help them feel better next time if that's how you responded to them being vulnerable and sharing with you how they feel? Probably not. So don't do that to yourself. Now, if you've noticed, I've suggested giving yourself a safe space to have these emotions and giving yourself a period of time to have these emotions. The key is to not get stuck in it and to not let it negatively affect other aspects of your life. This is going to look a little bit like damage control. And really, that's what it is. We're stopping it from damaging you and we're stopping it from damaging the people around you. If you're sad that your dad died and you're needing a moment to mourn that, you don't want that to turn into you're screaming at your children to get away from you. Does that make sense? If you're needing a moment to process news about a bad medical diagnosis, you're going to want to damage control inside of your own mind so that you don't go spiraling down the what if paths or start Googling things you shouldn't be Googling or participating in any of those actions that can be more damaging to your own mental health. So let's talk about some steps to get through this as healthily as you possibly can, okay? So the first thing is going to be acknowledgement of whatever is going on around you, acknowledgement of the feelings it's bringing up for you. Allow those emotions to be okay. You do not have to be positive and happy all of the time or even grateful all of the time. Give yourself a safe space to process what's coming up for you. That might mean physically finding a safe space. For you, that might mean emotionally just giving yourself permission to have those feelings without feeling guilty or berating yourself about it. Next, we're going to be sensitive to the time. Now, I don't mean 
you lost your job, you only get to be sad for one day and the next day you have to go get a job again. I don't mean that your fiancé of five years broke up with you so you're only giving yourself the weekend to start feeling better. What I do mean is that every time the emotion hits you, because it will hit you over and over again over a period of days, weeks, months, when it hits you, give yourself a period of time to acknowledge it, be in it, appreciate what's coming up for you, and then you get yourself back out of it. You need to decide for yourself what that cutoff has to be. For some people, you might only be able to give yourself two minutes before it starts getting really dark in your head. For other people, you might be able to give yourself 20 minutes before it's really going to become a problem that you're sticking in this space. So I'm not going to give you a time limit. You need to pay attention in your own mind. When does this stop being helpful? When does this start going sideways? When do I start feeling worse because I'm sitting in this? And that needs to be your cutoff point that you become aware of before you get to that moment. This next part is when you're going to start using some of these tools that you've been learning, whether from me or from other sources that have been helping you. And again, I'm going to keep saying this because it is so important. We're not trying to get you to a place where you're happy and positive and feeling great despite what's happening around you. If that's not truly the emotional response you're having to it, we're trying to get you to a place where you can maintain and be practical and realistic about what's going on and healthy about the emotions that you're experiencing. This might be some deep breath work to help you just get through the moment. This might be reminding yourself that this too shall pass. It might be keeping your brain in check so you don't start going down any dark hypothetical paths of what might happen next or what this could mean or what could come from this and not let it become worse when in reality it hasn't gotten there yet. This is the time where stepping up your self-care is going to be so important. You've probably experienced this before. You're emotionally and mentally hurting, and physically you then get sick, or you break a toe or something. So if you're feeling emotionally and mentally like you're not in a great place because of the circumstances life's throwing at you right now, you really need to be extra careful with your physical well-being. Really make sure you're getting that sleep. Make sure you're taking showers or baths. Make sure you're washing your hair and your face. Make sure you're getting all of your water. Make sure you're getting your fruits and vegetables and your proteins. Make sure you're getting some hugs and some positive interaction with other people or animals. If that's what you've got, go for it. Taking care of yourself physically like this is going to be the medicine that you need to get through whatever is going on. And it's important in these moments that you communicate to the people around you that you're needing this time whether that's telling your spouse. If your kids are old enough, it's letting them know, I need a little bit more downtime. I need more sleep. I need you to take care of that for yourself. Get family and friends to help you out. Let your boss know what's going on. They don't have to know all the details, but just that you're dealing with something. And if they could give you a little bit of grace at work, or if you could take a day off or whatever it is that they're willing to work with you on in that area, So that work doesn't start going bad on top of everything else because your boss isn't aware that you're dealing with some stuff. Depending on what's going on, the timeline around getting back to normal is going to look different. Even with the things going on in my own life, when I'll feel back to normal from my dog passing is going to look different than when I'm back to normal with the medical news that I got because that's still an ongoing process. Does that make sense? And everyone who's lost somebody processes it differently because it's based on the relationship and the meaning of that person in your life, not the person. 
So here is the next thing that I want you to take in and recognize when you're going through something like this. It's not to get to a point where it's not upsetting you anymore. It's to get to a point where when it comes up and upsets you, you're able to get back on track quicker and the moments that it comes up for you are farther and farther apart. This is where it's very important to use tactics like remembering what is true, remembering what is good about what is happening to you or going on in your life, remembering what was positive prior to this happening. So for example, my dad was really, really ill and he was suffering. And as sad as it is that he passed two years ago, I'm also really grateful that he's not still suffering. And I can remember the moments that we did have together. When I think about my dog, I remember how tired she was at the end. And same thing, how sick she was feeling at the end. And while I might have moments like out running errands and having that thought that I need to get home and let my ailing old dog out to go potty and then remembering she's not there anymore, that will definitely choke me up and make me tear up. And then I can remember, yeah, but she's not at home suffering and anxious and needing to go potty and hoping I come home soon to let her out. Even when I get scared with the medical news, I can remind myself, overall, I'm very healthy. I don't know anything yet. Right now, I'm okay with a question mark. That's what I know to be true right now. So it might look very different for you depending on what you're going through and what's coming up for you and how you ended up in the situation you're in. And absolutely, depending on what the experience is, what the loss is, it's going to take you longer to get to a point where there can be something positive about it, where it can even feel possible to be halfway okay. Again, that's why I'm telling you there doesn't have to be a timeline on this and it can look very different for everybody. What is important is that you continue to take care of yourself, that you don't try to force or fake positivity or happiness if you're legitimately not there yet, and that you work on taking care of yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically, including staying realistic, meeting your needs, and allowing yourself to have your emotions. I promise you this will pass. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is I'm going through, it will all pass. Our lives might look different afterwards, but different doesn't mean you can't redefine what normal is for you, what happiness is for you, what contentment is for you, and that's the last part of this process. I've mentioned this before when discussing my divorce, and I think it is so relevant now to this as well. It is important to redefine what these terms mean to you, because if the definition is still wrapped up in the thing that you lost, you're not going to be able to get to a place where you can feel positive and good again. This isn't about forgetting what you lost. Honor what the loss is, whatever way feels best to you, and redefine what being okay looks like, what being happy looks like, what positively moving forward looks like without that thing that you lost still being part of the definition. I'll give you an example from an amputee. She said that happiness had to stop meaning being able to run and dance and started meaning being able to walk confidently with minimal pain. She was still able to achieve happiness. It just looked very different for her after the amputation. If you've ever talked to somebody who is still stuck in their pain years later, you will notice that they say things like, if only they hadn't died so young, if only that hadn't happened to me, 
If only I didn't have to have that experience at such a young age. If that's the dialogue that you're having or somebody that you know is having, that is a good alert that you haven't redefined your life yet and you're stuck and you can't move forward from that place. So you have to redefine what your life looks like, what happiness looks like, what contentment looks like into a structure that matches your current reality that takes into account that your loss happened and is in the context of this conversation permanent, okay? So if you happen to be in a place in your life where things are going pretty well right now, that is amazing. I hope that lasts for you for a very long time. And that doesn't mean you're done using all of the tools that are being provided for you. That just means store them up because the time may come when you need to use these. And if you are going through a rough patch, like myself, then that means it's time to really double down on how well you're taking care of yourself and be very intentional about where you're allowing your mind to go and honoring the emotions that are coming up for you. Your goal this week is to do a check-in with yourself, and if you want to, with the people around you that you care about, and see where they fall in all of this. If you need to, make adjustments in your own life to take care of yourself. And if there's somebody around you who's really struggling with loss right now or a change that's feeling negative right now, try to help them as best as you can. Maybe share this episode with them, maybe offer them some guidance, maybe offer them a little bit of extra love so that we can all get to a healthier, better, happier place. Thanks for being here this week. I know for some of you, this might've been a tough one. So I appreciate you sticking it out. Y'all enjoy your week and I will talk to you next time. Bye.